around the world and here at home, bringing relief, hope, and the life-changing message of Jesus. You're listening to the Mize Missions Podcast with Terry Mize. Hello, everybody. God bless you and welcome today on this beautiful, sunshiny, early morning, about um, 6.30 in the morning here in Corpus Christi, Texas, my former stomping grounds for a long, long time, pastoring here with uh, Dean Garner. And I'm here this morning sitting on a pier with the Reverend Apostle Terry Mize. (laughs) And we're about to go fishing. And uh, then when we get back, we'll talk to you some more. Darling, talk to him about fishing for Jesus. <laughs> yeah, well, it's always uh, Jesus said, I'll make you fishers of men. But right. he also was into fishing for fish. In That's fact, right. uh, he uh, he knew the, how to do that. Oh, absolutely. Wow. Uh, he told Peter to go down and get the fish out of the, uh, the money out of the fish's mouth and right. pay his taxes. And then he told him to go fishing and where to fish and which side of the boat to fish on and caught him a boat wow. a boat sinking net breaking load that's right and then uh there at the very end he said uh he said bring what you've caught and and uh, they were out fishing and he was up on the shore and he told them to bring what they caught and they cooked them and ate them up and well that's then of something. course peter said uh, i go fishing so that's the way <laughs> i am this morning i go fishing and uh, we'll right. talk to you here in a little bit and share some word with you but uh uh, it's always fun to be back in Corpus. Jackie and I lived here uh, a number, right. long time ago and uh, went to the church with Dean and Renee. And, and uh, just uh, as y'all know, we were friends for 40 years then and now 45 almost. Almost. So yeah. we're going to catch some fish, put some fish in the boat, and we'll get yeah. back with you. That's right. I was just going to say one thing here, too. We're going to be doing a, a home meeting here on Thursday night. Oh, yeah, that's right. And uh, if you want the information. Tomorrow on, night. Uh, yes, that would be tomorrow <laughs> night. <laughs> and you can call our office, and they'll have the address and everything. We, we, Terry and I both just have lots and lots of wonderful memories here in South Texas. But I was thinking about when you were saying that that time when the after the resurrection and the disciples didn't even know Jesus had raised from the dead no, yet. Right. And I think that was such a profound thing, Terry, that they're out there fishing, and and they haven't caught anything. And Jesus said, throw your net, you know, right, out there on right. the other side. And as soon as they did that, John said, it is the Lord. It is the Lord. In other words, if there's somebody that he knows good, him. He had good fishing skills. <laughs> he, he knew immediately, <laughs> if we're catching this kind of fish, it is the Lord. It is the Lord. And I just think that's one of the greatest things. Why don't you just start saying that here over the ne- over the next several days and just, just say, I know God. I'm glad I love God. God knows me. It is the Lord who is Jesus, who is Lord in Amen. my life. Amen. Well, we're going to uh, go right now, and uh, we're going to talk to you some more later. But just think about the fact that God's got you in the palm of his hand. And he's already written all the days of your life, as Psalm 139 says, in a book, and and it's in heaven. And if you'll just begin to believe, God, that Jesus is Lord over your life, that he's going to help you fish for souls, he's going to help you be able to bring in the catch of not only the natural harvest uh, of the souls of men, but even harvest in your own life, because God's all about multiplication. Well, that's right. That's and right. He's all about... That's what we intend to do today is multiply the fish. When we get back, we'll give you a report. <laughs> yeah, it'll be fun. And we'll say, it is the Lord. It is the Lord. <laughs> so right. just concentrate on that, confess that, and we'll talk to you after a while. Well, here we are, everybody. It's five and a half hours later, and Terry and I have made our way into some air conditioning here in the t- after being in the hot Texas sun out there in the wind uh, fishing. 
and uh, we're here to give you a good report about our fishing trip and uh, that we just thoroughly had a great time, caught a bunch of fish. Darling, you want to give them the exact numbers? You know more than I do about that. Well, the fish we caught and brought back with us were, uh, we caught uh, three limits of uh, black drum, which is uh, 15. We caught, we caught 15 black drum. We caught a lot more than that, but we only brought back 15. Right. And then on the speckled trout, we brought back just one limit, five. So we, we brought back 20 fish to put in the put in the skillet and the freezer yeah. and, <laughs> and our tummies. And it was a good time. I tell you, Renee's getting good at this fishing business. You know, all the years uh, Dean and I hunted and fished, and she never, ever uh, picked up a fishing pole or a gun. And now she's turned into a to an old salt, <laughs> salty dog fisherman and a, and a Annie Oakley gun-toting shooting girl. I know it's amazing. I, I uh, was out there reeling in all those fish today, and I appreciated the opportunity to just get better at doing what I'm doing. You know, and that's pretty much the same way it is with the gospel or, or anything at all that you're trying to renew your mind to. There's a verse in Proverbs that says, if you, if you're, uh, if you continue speaking the word of God, your mind will get used to believing it and your mouth will get used to confessing it. I'll find you the exact verse on that, but it's just really, really wonderful to know that it, you know, it, as as I've gotten <coughs> here in my later years, I can uh, take on a new challenge and uh, just do some wonderful new things. I've had a really good teacher, though, in Terry Mize. He's ended up teaching me how to fish and teaching me how to shoot his rifle and um, got me a, my own uh, CHL and handgun and so I'm I'm learning how to do all these things and it's just really been wonderful. Thank you, darling, for teaching me all of those things. Well you're welcome. I want you to be like David's mighty men of valor. That's you know, right. The Bible says they could sling a stone with the right hand or the left, left or use hand. a sword with the right hand or the left hand. So I gave you a fishing pole this morning, had a right hand crank on it and I gave you another one with the left hand left crank hand. on it. And you caught fish on both of them. I did. I was <laughs> amb an ambidextrous fisherman today. Don't hurt, don't hurt yourself. <laughs> I just, I just loved it. I just, I love the challenge of a, of uh, learning a new skill and learning how to do something, especially when it when it requires both a mental challenge and a physical challenge. Yeah, I posted a couple of pictures on Facebook. Y'all can check yeah. that out. But uh, you got some word in you today? I do, always, always, always. You know, when you're fishing out there like we were today, and we're waiting on the fish, and and just our word you know, driving the boat over to different areas and stuff when you can't really hear. It's always such a good time just to meditate the Word and think about the goodness of God and the Scriptures. And it it, it was just marvelous to me to, to think about so many wonderful things that talk about the goodness of God and how great He is. Like I think Psalm 115 says, Our God is God. And there are no other, and there are all other gods. It are, is the Lord. Yeah, all other gods Nobody are Nobody like Jehovah. No gods. <laughs> no, that's right. Like all other gods they, are no gods. No gods. I like the way the, the Amplified puts that. It says, our God is God, and all other gods are no gods. They have eyes, but they see not. They have ears, but they hear not. They have throats, but they can't even make a noise. And they have mouths, and they can't even talk. But our God sits in the heavens, and He does whatever He pleases. I've seen a lot of those gods around the world. Yes, you, know? you have. Uh, sometimes they get broken. Every now and then, there would be a broken piece off on the side right. where their God got broken. Our God's never gotten broken. You know, we we get broken and He fixes us. But, oh, thank God. Uh, those other That's gods right. actually get broken and and in disrepair and 
and finally just uh, thrown away. No, that's just so wonderful to know that, um, you know, when you were out there in the world and you had the opportunity to hear different philosophies and different religions and cults and things like that, to know that, um, you know, not that we're competing to try to um, demean anybody else, but on the other hand, truth is truth, and I'm so glad we picked the right God. Well, on one hand, we are competing we because are. we are trying like we were trying to catch fish today, yeah. and we were using bait, and we were doing all the techniques we knew to get them in the boat. That's right. And, uh, and we, we caught a lot more fish than we brought back and just and then threw them back, catch and release. But uh, that's the way we are with these false gods. We're competing to get those souls. I don't want Buddha to get souls. No. I, I don't want the devil to get souls. I don't want Hare Krishna to get souls. I don't want 300 million uh, Hindu gods to get souls because they'll they'll go to hell for eternity, Renee. And so I'm I'm in competition against those other gods to to fish. Well, that's right. We don't want to cast that net and get all those fish we can possibly yeah. get because we want them to go to heaven. Jesus wants us to be fishers of men, and so He wants us to catch them. Well, and we don't want people to be deceived. He didn't want us just to we shake don't. their hand, be nice to yeah, them, right. and be friendly and see if we can do what people call friend evangelism. No, we want to cast the net and and, and get them. I mean, get them, throw them in the ice chest. <laughs> That's right. Eternity's long. Uh, you know, heaven is real. My father-in-law Bill Hell's Dearman. Hot. My father-in-law Bill Dearman used to say this, and if I say this wrong, somebody correct me. But he'd always say, "Heaven is real, or hell is hot, and eternity's long." And yeah, he well, would. Brother Osteen always said, "Heaven's too too real, and hell's too hot, and eternity's too long." And so God's concept is that eternity is facing us out there and that we have got to preach this gospel and do it with whatever uh, bait, you know, whether you, you know, do it in you the know. early morning or all through the heat of the day, as the Bible ta Jesus talked about. So we've, we've got lots and lots and lots of stuff we've got to get done for the sake of the gospel. You know, Dean and I used to fish here off this Texas coast a lot, as you know, Renee, and, and, and then our boys would take our boys out fishing and sometimes even our girls and and uh, sometimes we'd be, you know, 20 miles offshore here out by some of those big oil rigs. And uh, this water is just full of, of a fish called wahoo. Right. And it's wahoo is a fun <laughs> sport fish, and it's a good eating fish. And, and it's funny because in, in, in Hawaii they call a wahoo, they call it an ono. That's right. And so here in the States, on the mainland, we call it a wahoo. So sometimes when we'd catch a wahoo, we'd say, oh, no, it's a wahoo. Or a wahoo, it's an oh, no. <laughs> You know, but my point is that we would reel those wahoo in right. here in these Texas waters, right. and they're so infested with shark and barracuda that as we were reeling them in, we'd reel them as fast as we could. Mean, we'd just we'd just ski them across the water right. because we knew a shark or a barracuda was going to get it. And pretty soon, and we'd even see a shark coming or a barracuda going. Man, we'd reel, 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 try to get in the boat, and wham! That that barracuda would take half our our wahoo, or that shark would take half our. Wow. And we'd all we'd get into the head. And so that's how we're fishing for these people. That's right. You know, we're, we're fishing for Hindus and Muslims and, and, and Shintos and, and, and atheists and animists and whatever they are in whatever country we're in. And once we get a hook in them, I want to reel, 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 reel and get them in the boat and get them in the ice chest before the devil snatches half of them away, bites them in two, and uh, tries to kill them. Well, that's right. It's, it's just so important. I was reading some verses over in Thessalonians the other day that were so powerful, and it says there that that um, when the world is saying peace and safety, it says 
then shall destruction come sure. like the sure. pains of a of birth pains of a woman giving well, birth to know, a child. You know how mad suddenly you know how mad it would make us when those barracuda and those sharks got oh, our no. got half our fish? Right. Well, that's how mad it makes me when the devil takes I mean I get so mad when the devil deceives and, and, and cajoles and traps and kills, and he came to kill, steal, and destroy, Jesus said. And when he does that, it makes me mad because we are in a competition. And you and I tell people all the time, you need to be as fierce, I mean as fierce no, as an right. Old Testament warrior. I mean ready for war, ready for battle, ready for combat right now. You can, you can, you can shoot with the right hand, the left hand. I mean you're ready for war. And yet have the gentleness and, and meekness and kindness and faith and forgiveness of a New Testament believer. Exactly. But, we, but the church has forgotten to be fierce. We've got to be fierce. We're winning souls. We want to be fierce. I don't want the devil to get a soul. No, that's right. That's right. You we know, don't Paul, want the apostle Paul was winning a soul one day there in Acts chapter, what is it, 19? And uh, he was winning a, a soul and a, and a sorcerer, a witch doctor, a guy that called himself the son of Jesus. He called himself Bar Jesus. That means the son of Jesus. And this witch doctor, this sorcerer, this guy that called himself the son of Jesus, he came up and started messing with Paul and messing with this guy that was, Paul was trying to get saved. The man was a deputy, and uh, he just kept trying to steal his wahoo. I mean, he kept trying to steal his fish. I mean, Paul's there, got the bait out. He's got the hook out. He's reeling this guy in. And, and, and here's that shark out there, that, that devil, trying to steal his fish. And finally, it made Paul so mad, the apostle Paul turned to him and said, You child of the devil. You son of you, 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 you're a child of all. You're an enemy of all righteousness. He said, "You're an enemy of all righteousness." He said, "Because of what you're doing, stealing my fish, messing with this guy, you're going to go blind. They'll lead you away from here, blind as a bat." And they did. I mean, he went blind. And they let him. That's how mad the apostle Paul got over losing right. fish, wow. losing a soul, and it ought to make us mad. We're, we're, no, we, right. we, 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 we are passionate and fierce about winning souls, that's and yet right. the church of today, the church of this century. Uh, the 21st century, they, they've forgotten to go after the lost, and they've just re retreated back into the churches where they're teaching the talk. And there's nothing wrong with teaching the talk. That's what we're doing on this podcast today. That's what I do in church all the time. I teach the talk. Those that are saved, those that are born again, I teach them the Bible. But we have got to reach the lost. We've got to win the lost. Teaching no, the talk is not the same as winning the lost. In fact, we have a brand-new CD out um, that you can order through the office that Terry has just done it, and it's really good. And I believe it'll help you if you're if you're a leader in your church and you're teaching on this, some of these things. Uh, pastors, leaders, uh, everybody really that needs to know what your calling is in these last days. Sure. The question is, you know, are we teaching the taught or are we winning the lost? Yeah. What are you doing? And what are you doing? And and we realize that no matter how much word we teach for the next you know, 15, 20 years, those people that sit on the church pews are going to go to heaven. That's right. But they're the, they're, they're, but the they're, lost, they're born again. But the lost are going out into eternity not knowing the Lord Jesus no, Christ. No, they're going to hell forever. And First Thessalonians 5 was the verse I was verses I was referring to. It says, when people are saying all is well and secure, there is peace and safety, then in a moment unforeseen destruction, ruin and death will come upon them as suddenly as labor pains come upon a woman with child, and they shall by no means escape, for there will be no escape. But you are not given up to the power of darkness, brethren, for that day to overtake you by surprise like a thief, for you are all sons of light and sons of the day, and we do not belong either to the night or to the darkness. 
Accordingly, it says, then let us not sleep. Let us not sleep. <laughs> As the rest do, but let us keep wide awake That's right. and watchful, and let us be sober and circumspect. In other words, it goes on to talk about how we as the church need to be awake, we need to be Absolutely. aware, and we need to be Absolutely. alert. That's a good one. We need to be awake, we need to be alert, we need to be aware. Yeah. <laughs> and we need to continually preach the gospel, be looking for those that are lost, that don't know the Lord Jesus Christ. And you know what I was saying earlier on the program, Terry? I was talking about how, you know, we're in, in the sense that we want to be gentle and we want to be compassionate with people. You know, the, the, there's so many religions of the world that are so combative and even those that, that will kill you if you don't believe like they believe. Sure, sure. But that's not the gospel no, of the Lord not. Jesus of Christ. Not. You know, I heard you say years ago, darling, in our church, and it was such a blessing uh, to me that you know the, the gospel is not a it's not a, a debate. That's right. It's an announcement. That's it's exactly a declaration right. That's exactly that it's right. whosoever will may come. It's an invitation to the lost to come into the kingdom of God. And it's not an argument. It's not a debate. It's it's a. It's de- absolute truth. That's it's why it's a declaration. Truth. You That's declare right. the absolute truth because. Renee, there's an anointing yes. on announcing the gospel. Yes, there is. I when, love when it. You when you start to win souls, you start to witness somebody, an anointing will come. Everybody listening to us, every Christian That's is right. anointed of God to be a soul winner. They may not That's know right. it. They may not recognize it. They may not realize it. They may never win a soul. But there is an anointing on them That's right. to win souls, and it, it only kicks in. When they start to win a soul. No, that's right. And when they start to win a soul correctly by announcing the gospel, not debating with somebody, arguing with somebody, no, don't you get know, in those somebody, yeah. trying to, you know, hook and crook somebody. But when you announce that Jesus is Lord, there's an anointing on that. Well, when you announce right. that he is the Son of God. Well, when somebody there's an, there's an anointing on that. When somebody works, in, if you work in an office and you've got people in there that want to argue and debate about, it, just leave all that alone and just you know make say, declare well, back, it. Back to fishing again. I've yeah. taken kids, as you know, I took your youth group many times, and I've taken lots of churches' youth group to Jamaica uh, and to Mexico, but mostly Jamaica over over a twenty some odd year period, and taught them to win souls. And I taught those kids. I said, now when we go out soul winning today, we're fishing. And I said, now I'm a, I'm a good fisherman. And I said, whenever I'm fishing, I'm serious about putting fish in the boat. I said, I may cast my bait out there and get hung on a log or hung on a rock or hung on something. Instead of me sitting there for 30 minutes trying to get that thing untangled, untied, unhung, I just cut the line and then tie a new bait on and go on fishing. fishing. And so I taught those kids. I said, now, you're going to come out here today with soul winning. We're going to be out here in Jamaica, out here in Mexico, out here winning souls. People, those fish are going to be swimming by us everywhere, swimming, 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 and you're going to be you're going to be recasting at them, and casting at them, reeling them right. in. And, and every now and then, here's going to come a Jehovah Witness, or here's going to come a Mormon, or here's going to come a a, a, a goofed up cultish person in some cult somewhere, you know, or, or or even a nice Christian, a Baptist, or a or a Pentecostal <laughs> that just wants to talk to you. And and and, and if, if some of them are arguing with you and trying to tell you you're wrong, others are agreeing with you and trying to yeah. thank you for being there, it don't matter. Either one of them are hanging you up. That's right. I don't care That's if it's right. a good Christian hanging you up or if it's the devil hanging you up. And so I, I do my fingers like this in a scissor motion, you right. know, and I taught all those kids in Jamaica. I said, I'll walk by you. If I've watched you've been five minutes with somebody or, you, or somebody's arguing with you or you've been too long with one person, I'll walk by you and uh, see what you all are talking about. And I'll just do my fingers like this. I'll just put my two fingers together, you know, from a like from like a, a scissor motion, like a yeah. scissor motion, 
And uh, that means cut the line. You've been messing with this fish too long. If they're, if they're a nice little Baptist or a nice little Pentecostal, yeah. they don't need to be saved. They're already That's saved. Right. And if right. they're the cultish people, they're probably not going to get saved. They're just going to bash your head in. So cut the line. There's lots of fish swimming out here that are going to hell. Just cut the line and move That's on. Right. That's such good wisdom. That's such get you good a fish. Wisdom. Get you a fish. Bottom well, line is, tonight when we come home, we want to know how many fish you caught. No, that's right. And, I, and I've seen you train people like that, and I think that's so wise. And pastors, when, when you're training people like that, you know, train your people to be bold, to be declarative, mm -hmm. to make the announcement, yes. and then not and be happy, yes. and not stand around and argue and debate with somebody, no, 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 because no, that's no, only no, going to no. make them look bad and make the church look bad. But when we can go in happy full of the Holy Ghost, make a declaration that Jesus is Lord, that he died on the cross for you, that his blood cleanses sin, and if you'll believe and on those him. Those are all truth, absolute, absolute statements. Statements. <laughs> statements of truth. Oh, absolute that's right. truth. That's right. And I just I just really feel like And again, it may be a nice little Christian that hangs right, you up. Because right. they won't tell you their testimony, and then you won't tell them your testimony. Right. That's all sweet and wonderful. I'm glad they're saved. I'm glad you're saved. But right. you're not catching fish. You're hung uh, up. You're tied up. Well, I've been, you know, when I would, when I had worked for a while there, uh, you know, back in my life, I, I just realized that people want to come up to you and say, "Well, my church doesn't believe that, and we believe this," and I just, I just always shun that. I'd say, "Well, that's good. Right. Bless your heart. That's yeah, great." Yeah, don't get hung up on you that. Know? Don't let no well, hallelujah. Well, good. Hallelujah. Well, I'm glad for you. Well, that's a good church. We love that pastor. You Amen. know, and we, Brother Osteen was always the best about things like that. He'd be able to say. Somebody to get up and say something or testify about something, and and it would be just you know a doctrinal faux pas or just a declaration that that really wasn't what Lakewood Church taught. And Brother Osteen would always be so kind. He would always say, "Well, let's just lift our hands and praise the Lord that Jesus is Lord." That's you know. Right. Hey, listen, <laughs> and, Renee. A couple of things. Yes. Oh, uh, uh, next, not not this coming Sunday the third, but the week after that on the tenth. Right. You are going to be doing. Uh, on the Saturday, you're going to be doing a ladies' meeting. Yes. For our dear friend uh, Paula Jones in Culpeper, Virginia. Yeah. So you folks out there in the Virginia area, and you know, all we've got so many friends out there around D.C. and around, uh, you know, around well, that whole area, just around, right. lots and lots of friends right. and lots of partners. And uh, so if you're if you're where you can come to hear Renee uh, on uh, on Saturday the ninth. Right. We would love to do that and love to visit with you. I'll be there, and, of course, I'd love to see you and hug your neck and shake hands with you and talk to you. The next morning, I'm preaching in the church there for Pastor Jones, for Paula. And, um, you know, Paula got Paula came out of your church. You're in That's the East right. Church. That's right. And then I was preaching at your church one time and, and ministered on the Holy Spirit and called people up, and Paula came up, and I got her filled the Holy Ghost. That's right. She told me about and that. And so we, were we both got an investment right. in that girl. Yes, we did. And, uh, but anyway, then I ministered on Sunday morning, and we're not trying to pull anybody out of your Sunday morning service, but then Sunday afternoon, I'm doing what they call a round table. Round table. And so Paula is inviting ministers, right? And, and, you know, and, and I guess mature Christians, uh, to come and be in this roundtable on Sunday afternoon, Sunday the 10th, and ask me questions, you know. Right. And I'll, we'll just sit and go back and forth, and I'll try to answer questions for you. And, right. uh, if I don't have all the answers, I know who does, so we'll uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll get answers. But anyway, that's uh, that's not this coming week, but it's uh, it's it's the, the, the next week, Sunday the 10th and, and Saturday yeah, the 9th, so Culpeper, Virginia. So come, come see us if you're in, in that area. And then secondly, uh, this is my 50th year in ministry, and uh, if you're on our mailing list, if I write you a letter every month, if you're a partner, then uh, 
you got an invitation uh, in my partner letter last month to come, and so I'm extending you an invitation again. It'll be on the 29th of July, and it'll okay. be the day before Brother Copeland's Southwest Believers uh, Conference starts in Fort Worth, Texas. And uh, his conference starts on, uh, on, on the very next day, uh, the 30th, and then and then he'll, it'll go all week. But we're going to be Sunday night in the Marriott Hotel out north of town by the Speedway, and uh, uh, you can call our office and get information for that and, and get directions or whatever. And please RSVP us so we'll we'll have food for you and know who's coming. That's right. Uh, so so those two things, and then thirdly, and then uh, then we need to go. Uh, thirdly, we talked last week, last month, uh, a couple weeks ago. A lot about honor yes, and about did. mothers and Mother's Day. Right. And we're going right into that same thing here in June and going to talk about Father's Day That's and right. fathers and honoring, honor, 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 honor. That's right. Uh, I looked up, uh, oh, here a while back, I looked up, I forget what it is now. I think it's something like 28 times. That Don't hold me to that number. That could be wrong. But the word honor is used in the Bible. It's just, it's just a constant, continuous thing about honor with God. And so... Uh, these next uh, three podcasts in uh, June, we're planning on talking about honor right. and talking about some real serious things. And so uh, uh, get your coffee, get your Bible, and come be with us. Well, that's Terrymize. right. TerryMize.com, TerryMize.com. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and always the website is available to you for anything that you need to find out. You can call the office and talk with Hannah or Michael or Anita now in there. So we are all available to you to minister to you. Even while we're here in Corpus Christi, darling, we're going to be doing a home meeting tomorrow night. Oh, well, that's true. And uh, we're going to be ministering to folks right here in the Corpus Christi that's true. area. If you're in Corpus or the area and you're hearing this today, well, Thursday night we're going to be doing a home meeting. That's it's right. A, a beautiful home with some beautiful friends of ours. That's right. And uh, you can call our office and get the address if, you, if you're local and want to, want to be involved in that. That's right. Come, come see us. It's going to be wonderful. We're just excited about what the Lord's doing, and we just want to help you, love you, bless you, pray for you, and believe God with you to help you be the church in these last days. The church we're, triumph. Yeah, we're, we're not trying to raise up uh, nice, sweet, kind people alone without the power of the Holy Ghost. And I was just amazed to know how so even some things that were said publicly the other day from the White House about that we needed to be full of the Spirit of God. So I'm just so grateful for the opportunity to encourage you, admonish you. As the Apostle Paul said, Terry, even we're here to provoke you. Sure. <laughs> to, to be bold and strong and full of the Word and full of the Holy Ghost. Well, we love you today. God bless you. As we always say here at Terry Mize Ministries, we are praying for you that you are more, more than, than conquerors. conquerors. Have a great week. Bye-bye. You've been listening to a Mize Missions podcast. For all the latest updates to our global projects, speaking engagements, and social media, visit us at terrymize.com. You can partner with us to give living bread to dying men around the world. Get involved at terrymize.com. Until next time, thanks for joining us. This has been a presentation of Terry Mize Ministries.